Okay, everyone, good morning. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan live session. Hope you're keeping well, you had a good weekend. Um, good to have you with us. Good morning, everyone. Um, so the whole purpose of this session for sort of 15 to 20 minutes every morning before the European Open begins is to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Um, now, we're actually broadcasting abroad um, for the next uh, actually two and a half weeks. So um, uh, if you can bear with us, um, we do have an issue with our with our camera um so we're not going to be broadcasting with our camera but everything else is absolutely fine so um so yeah let's get straight into it then um good morning everybody right okay so um a very very interesting week last week um really productive week uh, we're actually still in one of um yeah we we're able to secure you know decent returns of, of last week's trading um now we're going to um reassess where we're at with these markets. It looks like there's a bit of uh, exhaustion perhaps. Um, so now we can, we can put a plan together that will uh, allow us to sort of capitalize on whether these markets move to the downside or whether they um, continue to push higher. So uh, all profitable traders need to consider, of course, which markets to trade. Where do we then enter these markets? Uh, where do we exit? And don't forget, you can exit for a loss and also for a profit. Um, how do we manage risk uh, to uh, prior to entry? And also trade management as well. Once we're in these, um, last week, we were able to get into some nice profitable winners. Um, one particular trade. And again, we didn't over, our trade frequency wasn't, wasn't excessive last week. We were still relatively conservative, but we did know that last week from a, a news perspective was likely to be a, a really important week for a little bit of clarity for traders. Um, and we certainly have that clarity uh, as we as we look at these markets currently. So that's the upside. Good morning, everyone. Okay, and then the last thing there is trading psychology. So when you have markets that are extended, and they're in sort of overbought territories for, for prolonged periods of time. You know, the psychology can shift quite, and then it becomes like a game of chicken. So will we continue higher or will we, will we actually roll over and correct which is what the market probably should do? So it has to address that, it has to answer that question. Um, so we just, we discuss these considerations live every day in our trade rooms, of course, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with our levels, disciplined with our capital, and of course, being patient as well. Okay, so let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So let's have a look at Forex Factory. So, so today, the 19th of, um, of June. So bank holiday in the US, that's probably the the biggest takeaway from today's uh, trading conditions. So we've got much lighter conditions than normal. Um, that has caused a bit of a concern over the last few weeks. Um, so it's, it's closed in observance of Juneteenth. Um, lighter conditions allow prices to be manipulated a little bit more. And uh, that can prove to be a little bit of a, a problem um, especially when you have really narrow market breadth in terms of participation, um, when a relatively small cohort of, of traders and investors engage with markets, and, and we're talking about really your market makers here, um, 
you know, during lighter conditions, they have the ability to manipulate price a little bit more than normal. Like last week, for example, we've kept talking about these prices making new highs and the, the market makers wouldn't dare try to step in and, 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 and start, um, start reversing price on, on such an extended move. Now, they can take losses as much as anyone else. So um, they've got to be careful about how this, um, about market psychology as well. Because it could be offside very, very quickly. So just, just running through a few important news events. We said last week was probably going to be the most important and pivotal year uh, week of the year. And uh, we still think that's probably the case. Now, a lot of these central banks are shifting to a data data um, driven policy. So as if the data comes in positive, they might start lowering rates. If the data comes in negative, i.e. inflation starts pushing higher, they might start to... Um, go through this hawkish phase once more one more time. Um, so in addition to that, we had um, we had PPE numbers again coming in better than expected. So on the Tuesday, we had CPI coming in better than expected broadly. Uh, core CPI is still a bit of an issue, but nonetheless, it's coming in better than expected. PPI coming in better in terms of coming in lower than expected. And then we had the FOMC in, keep rates on hold but they're referring to it as a hawkish pause sorry a hawkish skip should i say um which is kind of nonsense really when you think about it but um that's that's their position then we had the ecb raise rates 75 uh, 25 percent uh, 25 basis points should i say 0.25 percent um so that's an important move we're still in this um uh, very um, in this tightening phase for central banks and this is where we're going to get discrepancies between um, currencies uh, and I'll, I'll explain what I mean in just a second um, retail sales numbers actually performing a little bit better than than what was anticipated unemployment claims are just beginning to climb a little bit nothing too excessive and to finish out the week we had the BAJ still hold very firm with their more accommodative approach. And this is where um, we can look for differences between interest rate policy and the impact that that might have on the currency. So the the yen has been absolutely smashed because the BOJ have been really, really accommodative. Um, the US are pretty much, well, they've decided to pause, whereas the, uh, the BOC and the RBA decided to pause last month and then raised rates. So the BOE looking to continue to raise rates and um, and potentially the RBNZ as well uh, may may well look to continue to, to push rates higher and we've got the euro the ECB um, on this very hawkish path as well so most central banks are still very very hawkish uh, the BOJ are not very very hawkish so you get discrepancies there um, so that takes us into today's potential opportunity uh, because of this bank holiday uh, today in in the US um, we wouldn't be necessarily expecting any decent moves perhaps over the course of the day um, again it's just a, an observation um, but the European session seemed to be a little bit on the quiet side last number of weeks and most of the actions occurred during the latter part of the US trading session.
So that's interesting. Um, okay, so let's get these charts up. We'll put together our trade plan and uh, we'll let you guys go. So what we're seeing is, so we've got this extended move. And if I just bring up our pen as well. well um, so there's nothing of, of a newsworthy Nothing's likely to impact these financial markets too much over the course of the trading day. So if we were looking at this on a smaller time frame, um, we would conclude this is your this is your little breakout trade. So that was in line with the forty two thirty six. So we had been grinding, we had been making higher highs, and and well, it's been a bit confusing but eventually higher lows as the market kind of finally breaks out to the upside we make a high so we, we, we drift sideways for a little period and then we, we start to break higher again now it's this extended move when you're up at these levels and you start seeing some overbought conditions start to kick in and you get a really indecisive candlestick and um, that, that's actually looking a little bit bearish so there is an argument to support a bit of a corrective move. So we can, of course, keep our options open. We're day traders, so we can be selling for a day um, and then we could turn around and start buying it. Um, now we need to make some progress to the downside. So when we go into this on smaller time frames, we kind of want to um, make sure that we do have the right conditions and um, what you can see currently up on screen is just a sideways moving range. So when you've got this, this type of price action, you kind of want to make sure you, you get below this level to see if, if, if there is a, a genuine opportunity to correct. Because you can see this little bit of price action here, we just popped higher a little bit and then we created a lower high and then it started to roll back to the downside. So it's going to be a challenging trade, but certainly a trade perhaps worth looking at. What we have in favor of a downside move is uh, an increasing bond market, um, the two-year treasury yield. Um, so we're, we're seeing the yields actually continue to tick higher. So bonds down, uh, price up, or, or, or bond yields up at 4.72. And this just signifies um, yeah, a bit of risk, a bit of concern uh, for financial markets. And we've had the news as well over the weekend that there was expectations in China for the uh, the central bank to actually, you know, begin to accommodate the economy again because it's beginning to wane. So a lot were expecting the Chinese central bank to actually announce and, and the government to announce um you know spending plans uh but that's not really what we've seen um so they've not really fully kind of addressed the stimulus requirements to any great extent so that's that's just viewed as a bit of a, a net negative right now so certainly these markets could respond just to that alone um because when the US or Chinese economies, when they start to falter, um, it is a bit of a problem for the rest of the world. 
So, um, and this would be the Chinese economy just beginning to struggle. Um, now, the Chinese government could absolutely change that position really, really swiftly. And I'm sure they will. Um, so, looking at this, it looks like it's set up for a little bit of a rollover to the downside, just a little bit of a pause. Same situation for the for the Dow Jones, and same situation for the Nasdaq. So we're so we can um, we can probably expect. But the, here's the problem with these types of markets: is that most traders are probably looking at this market in the same way. So, will we get a stuttering market like 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 we've seen quite a shallow? Um, in fact, it's really been quite impressive to the upside, but a little bit of a shallow rollover lower, um, and that's what we can we can look to take advantage of. So we're not committed to the rollover to the downside, but we'll certainly. Um, look to see if we can get into it and then the idea would be to buy it at a lower price so short-term corrective move potentially even across most of these markets even the Nikkei might be showing signs of a bit of a bit of a rollover now the fact that it's a bank holiday in the US we must take into account that we're probably unlikely to um, to see uh, that that opportunity play out um to any great extent tomorrow might be a much more profitable day for that type of trade um a bit of softening across us oil um largely due to the fact that we don't really have a stimulus package really from china just yet i mean that might change but right now it's a little bit disappointing on it and it's continuing to disappoint markets so you can see how the themes can shift really quickly so um it looks like well we're still no clear as far as gold so that's probably one to to just ease up on bit of a corrective move again across the yen pairs so it looks like we're shifting from that risk on sort of view to uh, more of a risk off type trade and again we can adapt accordingly on that so um it looks like a bit of indecision on friday we were able to book really good profits up at these highs uh, on friday so very comfortable with, with taking profits at those levels it now looks as if we're beginning to roll over to the downside there's probably an opportunity to start um to further book in profit up at these slightly higher levels if we're continuing to and then make progress to the downside i mean we're not fully there yet but we do have an opportunity now to to take these lows and suggest if we if we if we see lower highs in this market and prices and this is our this is our this is our profitable exit up, up at these levels so we've already booked in this much profit and we're looking to book in as much as possible so that 12800 is going to be an important level and we'll be amending that trade once we get into that once we get into our live trade room shortly um the yen there's a mild bit of strength there it's kind of fitting in with that kind of risk off approach now um which is likely to fit in uh, which means a bit of dollar strength potential dollar strength against uh, the swiss franc as well a little bit against the cad bit of dollar strength against the uh, the Aussie and the New Zealand so that can don't like the euro pound really it's uh, and we could certainly look for that 
short term and that's exactly what we're going to do so um so we'll, we'll amend our trade plan guys we'll post it into the chat box so that you can take it away with you sorry it's not on that one bear with me yeah here we go all right so so uh so there's potential for some risk off let me just change the wording So there's the potential for uh, risk off market conditions. So um, we break these down in a little bit more detail in our, in our live trade room. And the reason why we use the word potential is because you know we are in uh, in very bullish markets, and um, that that bull that bullish nature can can sort of reignite. Uh, relatively quickly so we're just preparing ourselves for prices to roll over and if we if we get that there's a viable trade there there's a trade probably worth looking at um if we don't get that sort of correlated rollover and that risk off trade feeding through we'll probably firstly potentially stick with our pound dollar buy trade but um we can start to change our our, our thinking really on the trade um so we're talking about a corrective mood. Um, I think short term is the word. So it's it's actually more of a corrective move. Potential dollar US in the C weakness. Okay. Uh, corrective move. Okay. So the next one is um is dollar strength so strength again it's a corrective move and the reason why we use this phrasing is because we're actually looking for further us indice uh, strength at a higher price we're looking for dollar weakness um once we get that corrective move as well and So this, these markets can certainly get our our attention short term. But these, all of these opportunities, kind of fit with with our overall market summary, which is uh, the potential for risk off market conditions. So we're looking at sort of pullback opportunities or corrective moves. So we can probably trade. We're not trading full full size just yet, but we're certainly going to be edging towards that. So that's why we don't have that in our in our thinking. Right. Great stuff. Okay, I've just posted that into the chat box there for you guys. So feel free to access that information. And um, the narrative is very much shifting towards this. Um, well. Let's say that the, the soft landing, the positive economic data, and the fact that we've we've taken a pause from the Fed is all is all leading to this risk on indices higher, dollar lower. We're looking for a corrective move on on this this type of market condition. So for the purposes of today, we're looking for that risk off trade to kick in. We do have higher bond yields. Um, there's still a downward pressure on on commodities. We're looking for the dollar to push higher for a period 
short-term trade indices lower and uh, that risk-off trade to just take take focus for it may be only even over the course of today before the markets are fully live again tomorrow and we start kicking on again and the narratives you can see now there's a bit of a, a chinese focus on on some of these narratives and uh, that should be taken into account okay so any questions feel free to post them guys um we posted the trade plan into the chat room thanks very much for joining us as always um yeah look we'll switch rooms now guys so we'll be over there uh, in just a minute or so so look, thanks very much for joining us just to let you know we trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m every morning this is uk time for the european session and we're back again at 12 45 for the us trading session so very welcome to join us um as we've probably mentioned we're, we're broadcasting from france for the next two and a half weeks so um um very welcome to join us as normal so nothing will really change and uh for more information just go to the live traderoom.com so from everyone here thanks so much for joining us take care we'll speak to you soon bye for now Thank you.